Let's just do this. And welcome to our opinion. This is Saratova Beth, Rush Chaydesh Kislev, the time of miracles. Um, we're going to see that in the midst of all the insanity that's going on, it's Dafka, the insanity, that is the fertilizer um, for the miracles, or probably the lavush, the 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 um, uh, wrapping papers for the miracles. And I'm going to suggest. First of all, we're entering 30 days of miracles. Rosh Chaydish Kislev begins the month of Kislev. Kislev is a month of full miracles. So we get to fasten our seatbelts and say, yay, expect miracles every single day in, and every single minute in the month of Kislev. That's the first thing. We want to set that out as, as our mission statement. And not only expect miracles, but define everything, and if whoever is on this call or listening to the replay can remind me when I forget in a particular situation. We're being invited by Hashem, and it's not a mild invitation. It's a directive to view everything that happens throughout every minute of those 30, these 30 days coming up as a miracle. And if it doesn't look like a miracle, then we can use all of the tools that we have developed through learning of Chabad Chassidus plus things we've taken from the world, to reframe everything and say, hmm, how could this be a miracle? Starting with the political situation, and many, 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 the political, medical, social, and anthropological situation in the world, and financial situation in the world is cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo. But it's true, it's really a miracle. How? I don't know. I'm I'm suggesting as homework that we take on um, not work, play, a game. A game doesn't mean it's not serious. A game this month of having fun with reframing all the crazy things that are going to be coming our way in terms of seeing political, financial, social, medical things that are happening, pandemic things that are happening, how to reframe it into a Geula miracle that's being covered. Now, here's the question. Why would it be covered? Um, we're preparing for a wedding. The, the official wedding date is Yotes Kislev. It's Yom Chasanasa, the day of Chasana. It's, it's the day of Matan Taira. Matan Taira is, is a wedding day between us and Hashem. It's a preparation for a, a, a union between us and Hashem that is intended to be a private matter. And a wedding is not a private matter, but a relationship from a wedding is a private, it's a private matter. And therefore, um, not intended for the middle of the subway, but rather behind closed doors. And so behind a curtain, behind a you know, behind a curtain. And so every one of these wedding presents that we are giving to Hashem and He is giving to us in this month needs to be a private matter and it will be covered up with um, a curtain, a door, a wall, a, a building, a, it covered. So when the miracle is covered, it can look like a problem. 
or a total deterioration in the political, economic, medical, sociological theme of the world. It can easily look like that. Because once you're putting up a curtain, you say, I'd like to order a curtain. We're going to be getting married, so I'd like to order, you know, some kind of a a, a curtain, a, a thick curtain. Uh, maybe it can be a steel wall, but a, a, virtually a curtain. So you get to choose your curtain. You know, so when Hashem is choosing his curtains, some of the curtains that he chooses look like the pandemic, look like the quarantine, look like the vaccine, look like the uh, the disruption of the political scene, look like the weird elections, look like the corruption of America, look like, look like, look like. You know, do you want a, well, what color curtain would you like? Yellow, pink, blue. The yellow one looks like the corruption of America. The pink one looks like, you know, your choice. That's when Hashem is giving us the gift of these miracles that um, are part of the wedding gift. Now, we would say, Hashem, just, you know, that's, you know, <laughs> who wants a wedding gift? But clearly, why, why would you why would you marry somebody that gives you such weird gifts? You know, they they're obviously uh, <clears throat> not feel, we're dealing with a, a full deck. But in Hashem's case, what He's telling us is that the profundity of the union that He is offering us with Himself is so deep that if we don't have the eyes to perceive us, perceive it, he's going to give us wedding gifts that will look confusing to us until we, as part of the process. I, I don't know all the kavanas of Hashem, but everything's coming concealed. Now, here's the question then. What do we want to do in terms of wedding gifts that we give to Hashem? And by the way, it's also the month of the wedding of the Rebbe and the Rebbe. And we just came from Parshas Chayasara, which is the wedding of Yitzchak and Rivka. So, I'm not, excuse me, I'm not quite sure about the concealment of the gift that we give to Hashem. Um, well, one thing we can, one thing we can think of is the famous story about, the famous verse that when Mashiach comes, um, they'll look for the best gift to bring to Mashiach, and the non-Jews, I'm thinking, I don't have the, this, this Midrash right, but I think the, the non-Jews will come, want to come to Mashiach, and they'll want to offer him a, a gift, maybe Asaph, and they won't know what to bring him. And so they look and look and look, and then they figure it out. The best gift that they can bring to Mashiach is take, to find um a Jew who is an apostate, God forbid, who has completely given up any visible connection to, to Judaism and has, um, um, and really is promoting living and promoting and championing very, very un-Jewish and very unholy things. And they find this guy who's the lowest of the low of the low and they bring him to Mashiach as a gift. Okay? This is a famous verse, a medrash, I don't know what it is. Very interesting. This is what they bring. And now this is a concealed gift. Thanks, but no thanks. Bring me somebody who's, you know, full of current mitzvahs like the pomegranates, 
And yet they bring him this enigma, this Jew, and this is what it says in this book, this Jew who's completely gone away and fighting the path of Sarah And maybe fighting in a very in a very intense way. You know, there were Galachim throughout the centuries that were the most vicious anti-Jewish people who um, turned out they were really Jewish. So they tend to be the worst. So such a person, you know, one of our, like, we have a bunch of those in the political arena, these Jewish guys that are absolutely fighting everything about truth. Asa himself is ready to promote truth, and then this Jewish guy is promoting the opposite of truth. We don't have to say names, but everybody can guess. There are a few of them. I mean, there there are some famous ones, and there are some lost and lost and lost among, among the people. And somehow this becomes a gift for Mashiach, this individual. So there's something about this wedding, these wedding gifts shared by the Chassan and Kala that come in a deep concealment. Okay. So we'll leave the Quaker Oats for another time. I'll do it on a separate audio. But so the question is, what's happening tonight in this whole process? Because tonight begins Rosh Chodesh. Tonight is Rosh and and the 24 hours, usually it's 48 hours, I think this year it's 24 hours, of Rosh Chodesh Kislev is so powerful that we don't want to miss the opportunity. So the Rebbe says in Parshish told us that we know that in every Rosh Chodesh, there's something general about every month. We read it in the Kriyas Atayr, the Rosh Chodeshem, that means there's something special about Rosh Chodesh and something about every month, etc. What we want to know is what Rosh Chodesh Kislev is. And what does it have to do with me? What does Rosh Chodesh Kislev have to do with me? And what does it have to do with Mashiach? What is it? Three things. Out just last week, the Rebbe announced in the Sikha, the only advice left to do is to Kabbalah's name Mashiach, Sikhenu, Receive Mashiach. Okay, so what does Rosh Chodesh Kislev help me with that? Also, what does it have? What does Rosh Chodesh Kislev have to do with me? And what does it have to do with the Gula? So the fact that it's called Rosh Chodesh from the word Chodesh, Chodesh, the word Chodesh. Right away, you know Rosh Chodesh Chodesh is something is born. Something's born, a Chodesh, something brand new that you didn't have before. Just got born. What was born? The moon. Because you had this moon that got bigger and bigger last month until it was a full moon and then started to get smaller and smaller and smaller at the end of the month until it was gone. An Arab Rosh Chodesh, no moon. And then a moon was born. Hizkachas. As it says, It says, there's a story in Tanakh, We'll leave it out for now about 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 David Melech with his best friend Yenison and Shaul Melech, Yenison's father, the king, who wanted to eliminate David. And David said, "I'm I'm not going to come to the Rosh party tomorrow. Your father is out to get me." And Yenison answered, "You will be noticed because your place will be empty." That wasn't only a story about them and about David, David, who would be David and Melech. That's a story about us. 
you're noticed when your place is empty. The moon is noticed when its place is empty. When the, the emptiness, the yipakid mashavecha, of the moon, the moon is covered, you don't see a moon. Then it is, it gives birth to the birth of a new, it gives, gives way to the birth of a new moon. It has to be empty for a new moon to be born. And here's the point, that even though the moon, when it's born, is one dot. So why is this important? One dot. And we'll see in the next couple of days about Ka'ula having to do with that, this new moon. It's a dot. Why do we care about it? Why do we make a whole celebration of Rosh Chodesh and we announce it on the Shabbos before and we make the whole big thing and Rosh Chodesh is the whole big thing and for us Rosh Chodesh Kislev is a huge thing. It's the day that the Rebbe came home and uh, from uh, an unwell situation was almost taken away from us and came back home and was healed. So, but it's a moon, it's a dot. If the whole thing about Rosh Chaydish is the Chiddush and the moon, it's one dot. Who cares about a dot? It's not just a dot. The question is, what's in the dot? Everything that will be after that is in this dot. Now, that's a dot. It's like a child. Each of us, at the moment that we were conceived, we were one cell big. Two cells united to create us. There we were, one dot, in a way that was, you know, what would you say? What would you define? You know, how they, you know, have you on these people in these interviews. What would you say was the most important moment of your life? And they always went, oh, when I was, you know, elected as chairman of this, whatever. Imagine some chacham, they say, what would you say was the most important moment of your life? Uh, the moment I was conceived. <laughs> right? Not even the moment I was born. The second most important moment was the moment I was born. I hope somebody once they interviews me and asks me that question. That'll be fun to answer that. What was the most, what would you say was the most important moment of your life? The moment I was conceived. Why? As only, you were only one cell big, pretty small kid, pretty small person. Weren't very opinionated then, were you? Just one dot, one cell. Yeah, but what was in that dot? My whole person, my whole growth, my whole physicality, my whole life. Everything, like Rosh Chodesh, everything's included in that moment. Everything's included when you're one cell big. Your whole person and your whole life and your whole everything, the way you look and you feel and you act, it's all in that one, that one cell. The whole thing, you, we're in that one cell. It's all compact, one seed. Anything that you will do throughout all your life, it was in that one cell. So the same thing, and it's a stem cell. It can go, it, it has infinite possibilities. When you were one cell big, it was a stem cell. I think. I'm not sure, but I think so. Totally undifferentiated. Take it wherever you want. I think. I, I'm not a big expert on stem cells. But. So, Rosh Chaydish Kislev is, uh, sorry, Rosh Chaydish is the same thing. The moon is a dot. That's all it is. One cell big, a dot. But what's included in it? the whole month and all the things that are going to be happening during the month. The head. 
and it's amazing. That, now, that's a dot. So we really celebrate, celebrate Rosh Chodesh because that minute, that was the most defining moment of the year. First, well, Rosh Chodesh Kislev and, and the first moment of Rosh Hashanah. Let's keep in mind a very interesting thing, by the way, switching to the political arena, you know, the concealment and the wedding gifts between us and Hashem. What happened in the first dot, the first moment, first moment of Rosh Hashanah this year, which means the whole year was included in that? A Jewish woman, head of the Supreme Court, or major position in the Supreme Court, left this world. As Ruth Gator Ginsburg, that her name? And that had massive, and will have, massive, massive um, ramifications for the um, tide of American politics, which then will completely affect completely affects world politics. History, history was completely affected in a massive way by her leaving in the world, her leaving the world. In terms of whatever, we're not going to go Democrats, liberal, not liberal, uh, Republican, traditional views, etc. And it takes a Jewish woman to have such a pivotal role. We're not going to say that this Jewish woman had the most Torah values. At the very core, she did because we heard that she once fought and she rallied people to fight that the certain part of the government that was going to start meeting that Monday, but that Monday turned out to be Yom Kippur. She fought and fought to make sure that they will not meet on Yom Kippur. So we understand from the Rebbe's point of view, that's who she really is someone who's fighting for the truth of Torah. It looks like everything else she did in, in her life didn't match up with that, but that's her main nukuda. And that, you understand, this is, the, this is the Jew that's being brought as a present to Melech Mashiach. They spend their life, you know, <laughs> fighting traditional Torah values, but their core, they're solid in the truth. This is a gift. This is a wedding gift to Mashiach. And it's very interesting that Hashem offered Mashiach himself and even us, but, but as, a, as a wedding gift, this gift in the first moment of the year, this wedding gift to Mashiach. And how that will play out throughout the entire year and for history, massively. I mean, we're not happy for her that she left the world, but it looks like she was leaving the world anyway. But the fact that she left the world, Rosh Hashanah, in those first moments, the whole year, and then all, because of that, all many years to come after that, all included in that. Not only, what are we talking about? The year of Tavshin Pei Aleph, which begins the 90s. The Tufshin Sadik, the decade of Tufshin Sadik. So, and 99 is truth. This is a decade of truth. From uh, 5781 to 5790, 
you know, 5780 ended the finished off the last decade of uh, 5771 to 5780. Those were the 770 years. These are the the 90 years, 5790, starting with 5781, 82, 83, it is right. Nine is true. Nine is sadic. We're into something amazing. It began with this gift to Mashiach. So, just like Rosh Hashanah is crucial, Rosh Chaydish is crucial. The other second Rosh, now that Rosh Chaydish of Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Chaydish Tishrei is huge. The other Rosh Chaydish is huge is Rosh Chaydish Kitli. Because there's a second Rosh Hashanah. That's Rosh Hashanah of, of Chassidus, of, 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 of the Limud and the ways of Chassidus. Of the revelation of Chassidus, of Kminus Atera. That is tonight. That, that's the other Rosh Hashanah. Question is, what's going to happen tonight in the first moment? Be interesting to watch, won't it? And be even more interesting to create it. So, um, and how do we see all that? This, what does it say? And by the way, what we want to know is, so how, who do, who do I become on Rush, on Rush Chaydish Kipling? So by the way, it says, the Ketel Yom Chagenu, about Rosh Hashanah, that's, you know, and about a holiday, but everything's concealed. Rosh Hashanah, everything's concealed. You don't know all the joy that's going to be in the month of Kipling. It's all very quiet and concealed. There's a concealed moon. Then it's born. And then it's renewed. And then everything that's in it starts to come out. So, oops, so here's the here's the nikkudim. Here's here's the question. What does it have to do with me? Whom do I become tonight? What do I have to? What do you mean? Whom do I become tonight? First of all. I am compared to the moon. We're compared to the moon. We'll be renewed like the moon. We're counted like the moon. We, the Jewish people. Of course, how much more so Jewish women. We're, our whole physicality is tied in with the moon. So we are really the physical representatives of moon energy, the moon. Jewish women. It says um, in Gemara Sukkah, mining Labana, uh, we're compared to the moon, we're counted like the moon, we're, we'll be renewed like the moon. That's what it tells us in Tyra. And, and so, every, when we study the moon, we're studying ourselves. So that means that on, if there's a chiddush in the moon tonight, there's a chiddush in us. So if it's a chiddush, the, the brand new birth that is created in the, in the world through our Avaita, yeah. Yes. What we do adds to the profundity of the Kiddush. Yes. But there's another point. Sorry. It's called Chodshechem. Chodshechem. Your, your month. Your Kiddush. Your Kiddush. It's your Kiddush. So that means we create a Kiddush in the moon. The moon has its own renewal, its own birth, and we also add something to it. But it's way bigger than that. 
As the Chiddush and Nasa Yisrael Atman, we ourselves become brand new. Tonight and tomorrow, we become brand new. It's called Chiddush Mitzuschem. It's not just Loyak Chiddush and Nasa Yadchem. It's not just a Chiddush that happens through us. El Chiddush Mitzuschem. But it's a Chiddush in our existence, in our Messias. Not just a Chiddush through us, by us, but a Chiddush in us. A renewal in us, a birth in us. We're in a world, it's Rosh Chaydish, it's Rosh Chaydish, and we become brand new, and it takes us up to a level way before, way beyond even the way we were before we came down in, into this physical world. When will you see that fully? In the, in the full Gaula, Gaula Mitzvah through David Malkin Meshecha. Now, by the way, of course, the Chiddush of the Moon is all connected with David Malkin Meshecha, with David Melech. When we do Kiddush Labana, David Melech Yisrael Chai Vekayim, that's what we say in Kiddush Labana. David and his king to, kingship, David and Melech and his kingship, King David and his kingship, are compared to the moon. So the moon and David and Melech and kingship and Mashiach and a Jew and the Jewish woman especially are all connected to each other. And the birth of them all happens on Rosh Chaydish. Them, us, him, Malchus, the whole thing. Us. So what does that mean in simple terms? And I'm just going to read these words. And this is revolutionary. How is it going to happen? On Rosh Chaydish, in every single Jew is revealed the spark of Mashiach. Boom! Comes out. It was covered, relatively covered the whole month. All of a sudden, the lights turn on. The spark of Mashiach in you becomes revealed. What is this spark of Mashiach? that's revealed on Rosh Chaydish. It's the Yechida, which is a spark of the general Yechida. Who's the general Yechida? What is the general Yechida? The Nisham of Mashiach. So you have a spark of the Nisham of Mashiach that is kind of dimmed down and is not so visible. And because it's not so visible, we're able to live very dimmed down lives, you know, in worry and struggle and despair and this and that and not luminous because that spark is dimmed down. On Rosh Chaydish, the spark is revealed. All of a sudden, you know, the dimmer, somebody comes along and breaks the dimmer or just removes the dimmer and all of a sudden, boom! There you are, as you really are, with this spark of Mashiach in you that's just like, boom, you know, just luminous. So your luminosity, which is being held back a whole month, stops being held back on Rosh Chaydish. It pops out. The dimmer is removed, at least temporarily. And you become more of who you really are. So when it becomes visible, whatever that means, spiritually visible, physically visible, there's a revelation of this spark in you, this luminosity in you that happens in Rosh Chodesh. 
Because remember, there's a birth. There's a birth. You know, one of the things you see in little children is, you know, they find a lot of things exciting. You know, I, I like to analyze, um, you know, go to places and watch just the faces of the, the older people and the younger people. And the older people, they're always like, often, I mean, it used to be, the younger people, they're laughing and smiling and having fun. I'm thinking, I don't know what's so fun over here. You know, they find fun and reasons to laugh and smile when we don't because we're already much more dimmed down. And a little, little child, everybody's, you know, you see little babies and they're laughing and laughing at what? Somebody opens the door and closes the door and opens the door and closes the door and opens the door, makes a funny face. Then they laugh and laugh and laugh. We don't find it funny. They're not dimmed down. Their spark is right there. So they find delight in all these brand new things. So that spark in us what, that is dimmed down on Rosh Chodesh, it becomes undimmed. And what does it do? The This undimming of your spark creates a chiddush in your whole existence, creates a birth in your whole existence, and in everything that you do. Undimming you on Rosh Chodesh creates a a, 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 a brings out this spark in everything you do. So that everything that you do becomes permeated by this spark. You start operating from your spark on Rishchidosh. And when everybody's undimmed, every Jew is undimmed, then what happens is um, it brings Mashiach. Because Mashiach is the composite of all of us. And so here's the question. Here's the question. Okay, so every Rosh Chaydish, right? What about Rosh Chaydish Kippur? Is it different? Oh, it's very different. Is it more or less? Oh, it's much more. If you think there's an undimming on Rosh Chaydish, there's a real undimming on Rosh Chaydish Kippur. And the question is why? It's called Kislev. There are a bunch of reasons, but I'm going to touch on the first. Kislev. It's case Lamed Vav. Case means covering. You know, conceal, dim down, you know, that stuff. And Lev is Lamed Vav. Lamed Vav is the Gematria of Eila. These. You know, the ones that you can see. It's revealed. And and so... um So what is the difference between Rosh Chodesh Kislev and every Rosh Chodesh? Because let's say, I mean, to use Boros, you know, a not great phrase, Rosh Chodesh Kislev is Rosh Chodesh, every Rosh Chodesh, but on steroids. I mean, it's not a nice term to use, but it's times, 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 times. Why? And I'm only going to give a hint to a couple of the answers that are in the Sikh and we'll have to continue it at different times. It says, Kislev, we said, is made out of two 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 syllables. Is that it? Case, case and lamed vav. Case means hidden. 
And Lamed Vav is the gematria of thir- is 36, which is the gematria of Ela. If you if you um, add up Ela, these the thing that I see with my eyes, these because those means the things that I don't see. These means the things that I see. I can see them in front of me. These are the ones. You know, which are the, which are the which are the packages that you wanted me to deliver? These. Oh, that means the ones I see, not those. So these is 36. So Ela means. You can see it. It's revealed. Now, that's two different concepts. Case, you don't see it. It's concealed. These, you do see it. You don't see it, you do see it. Now you don't see it, now you do see it. What's the difference between that and every month? Every month is the keseliyum chagenu. The concealment of, of the, especially about Rosh Hashanah, it says the keseliyum chagenu. Um, um, what does that mean? The Kesselium Chagenu. The concealed, there's a Yontef that's concealed in there. Okay. Kes is case Aleph, or Kisei, the Kisei, the throne of Hashem. I know this is cryptic. It's case Aleph, meaning you have something that you don't see, and then Aleph. You start to see it a little bit. You know those situations in life where you don't see anything. There's no visibility into truth. And then ah, a little dot, an Aleph of truth starts to emerge very slowly. Yeah, we can relate to this concept. That's very different from you see nothing and then a minute later, full revelation. You know, from total darkness to total light. Very different. Kiss lave is from total darkness. You don't see anything. Case, it's concealed to total light. Lamed above. Different from every other month. Every other month you see nothing. There's no moon. And then a little bit of a moon. This one is. This one is. You see, you see nothing. And then you see everything. Oh my. I've uh, lost my little, my bearings here. Driving. So if that's the case, Kislev is a month of huge, massive revelation. After you see nothing, all you see is dark, and then boom, you see light right away. That's an unusual energy. It, we see it, we see it expressed in lots of the Yom and uh, uh, let's say Hanukkah, it was so dark and so much, and the Greeks were winning and they wanted to obliterate, spiritually obliterate us and obliterate truth forever and ever and ever, and it sure looked like they were going to succeed. And then out of nowhere, the victory, the miracle, was such a turnaround in such a short time. That's the energy of Kislev. It's just this miraculous turnover in a in a, in a such a short time, not a gradual turnaround, a miraculously quick turnaround from darkness to light. That's Kislev. That's the energy of Kislev. That's why Hanukkah happened in this month. And that's why Yudhis Kislev happened in this month. It was so dark, so much opposition to the spreading of Pneum Yisotera. And then it turned around. There was a Geula. Gullus, and then boom, Geula. That's why your Kislev happened. The Geula of the, of the Mithlarebbe. That's why Rosh Chaydish Kislev happened. The, 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 the Rebbe coming home and 
when it felt like he was almost taken away from us in, in, um, through the heart attack in Tafshin La in 1978. The whole energy of each of the days of Kislev reflects the energy of Kislev. I guess the question is, was Kislev invested with this dark to light? In, a, in, in lightning speed. Was it invested in it since the beginning of, beginning of time? Maybe. It was always called Kislev, I guess. So, if it was invested with this, you can understand why each holiday, each yantas that happened is of that energy. Okay. So then if that, it's Gullus Gaula, not Gullus and then slowly but surely Gaula, but Gullus and then boom, Gaula. So then you understand that that whole start to light, boom, 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 energy is packed into Rosh Chodesh, Rosh Chodesh Kislev. That's a, that's, that's a powerful Rosh Chodesh. That's way more powerful because the en- energy of every other Rosh Chodesh is a darkness, see no moon, that leads to, you know, a gradual light. That's the energy of every Rosh Chodesh. The energy of Rosh Chodesh, peace life is a darkness that just right away turns to light. You're shocked. You're shocked. You can't figure out where it came from. And this, so notice, you know, we're being bombarded all the time by by shocks these days. You know, political shocks, uh, medical shocks, uh, all kinds of shocks. But the shock is really ultimately, it's derived from the good shock of Gullus Gula. And what happens to us in this, so Rosh Chodesh is, Kislev is a shocking day, but it's a shockingly good day. And it always will be. And what it, where it's coming from is clearly from the essence of Hashem, in which dark and light are all the same. You can go from one to the other in a second. And from the, and, and stimulated by the place in ourselves, the essence, our own essence, which is a place where dark can go to light in one minute because it's all the same on the level of our essence. And so on Rosh Chodesh Kislev, we are born as brand new people who can go at any given second from dark to light in the blink of an eye. That's the energy. That's the energy of the month, but the amazing thing is, is that that's who we become through Rosh Chodesh Kislev. It's a Chiddush in our very Matthias. It's a renewal and a newal, not just renewal, a birth of our very existence. And it creates a, an ability for us to live from that place of brand new birth, Step into a brand new moment and you're a new person. What do you have to do with the old person? Nothing. You know, done. Gone. That's, that's, the, that's part of the miracle of Rosh Chodesh Kislev. So when it comes to Rosh Chodesh Kislev, we really want to step into that and use those 24 hours to the max to realize that the essence of every Jew, the spark of Mashiach in every single Jew is being revealed in those 24 hours. And, and of course, the spark in ourselves is being revealed in those 24 hours. And we can create miracles beyond miracles, including, and the most important miracle being, ushering in the general uh, spark of Yechida, Mashiach himself, the Gula Mitis Vashlema, and may we find ourselves, this Rosh Chodesh Kislev, in the Gula Mitis Vashlema, dancing with Mashiach himself.
And this power, this power um, for darkness to light, this power that's embedded in the month of Kislev that we really have not seen in history, but we understand that it's there in potential. We did experience it in recent years with Sheldon Mordecai Rabashkin, that on, on the first, on, on the eighth of Kislev, from total in a situation where they said there's no chance to be released in one minute, complete surprise, we see this power of dark to light coming out, and we experience that immediately now. So now we know that the now we've seen with our own eyes that the power of dark to light really is embedded. It really is the the energy and always has the month of Kislev, because this Shalom Mordechai Rabashkin on Aleph Tavis was told that this was the worst news of his life. There was there were no appeals ever available anymore. It was the end of the line. And yet he did what a Jew has to do to and he danced. And he said he da- you know, we're no longer relying on the laws of nature. It's only Hashem. Can he dance? Could it be that a day later, out of nowhere, he's told, okay, you're free to go home. On Aleph, he was told, it's over. No, total darkness. On base, he was told, base Kavis, go home, you're free. By tuning into the spark of Mashiach and saying, we don't have to rely on the laws of nature. This is Hashem. By doing this, we, we, the whole world saw the power of Rosh Chaydesh Kislev, what it is, that when the atom of the Yid, the spark of Mashiach in every single Yid is revealed the whole month, and especially Rosh Chaydesh Kislev, miracles upon miracles upon miracles can happen. And that's what it's created for, for us to create miracles in the world. So we understand the huge merit of standing in the hours before Rosh Chodesh Kislev and being hidden to actually step into Rosh Chodesh Kislev to be a Yid which is which is Atmos the essence of Hashem on Rosh Chodesh Kislev which is the time of as we said those deep transformational brachas to be a Yid stepping into Rosh Chodesh Kislev and being able to dance which is what we what we're what we're supposed to be doing is and the whole Rosh Chodesh Kislev dance or bring celebrate this tremendous power that we have of birth. Since we've seen it now with our own eyes, what it really is, what Rosh Chodesh Kislev really is, we have the ability to do it, to create these miracles again and again and again and again. And so Mirzashem, this year, Tafshin Pei Aleph, will be the Rosh Chodesh Kislev year, the has is, is designed to be, as we've been told, entire miracles, wonders that I will show you, says Hashem. That's a Rosh Chodesh Kislev energy, dark to light, and we feel like we're in dark now. That's for sure, which means it's going to turn to the most incredible light, and surely it will please God turn to turn. On Rosh Chodesh Kislev, and if Chas Hashem, we don't see it clearly, we want to just dance anyway and know this is what's happening. We need to open our eyes, and we're going to see the miracles. Rosh Chodesh, and we say, "Send, give it to us on Rosh Chodesh Kislev."
take it to the business of the show.